Mark tells the good news. Chapter 1. This is the good news about Jesus Christ, the Son of God. It began just as God had said in the book written by Isaiah the prophet. I am sending my messenger to get the way ready for you. In the desert someone is shouting, Get the road ready for the Lord. Make a straight path for him. So John the Baptist appeared in the desert and told everyone, Turn back to God and be baptised. Then your sins will be forgiven. From all Judea and Jerusalem, crowds of people went to John. They told how sorry they were for their sins, and he baptised them in the River Jordan. John wore clothes made of camel's hair. He had a leather strap around his waist and ate grasshoppers and wild honey. John also told the people someone more powerful is going to come, and I am not good enough even to stoop down and untie his sandals. I baptise you with water, but he will baptise you with the Holy Spirit. About that time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee, and John baptised him in the River Jordan. As soon as Jesus came out of the water, he saw the sky open and the Holy Spirit coming down to him like a dove. A voice from heaven said, You are my own dear son, and I am pleased with you. Straight away, God's Spirit made Jesus go into the desert. He stayed there for 40 days while Satan tested him. Jesus was with the wild animals, but angels took care of him. After John was arrested, Jesus went to Galilee and told the good news that comes from God. He said, the time has come. God's kingdom will soon be here. Turn back to God and believe the good news. As Jesus was walking along the shore of Lake Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew. They were fishermen and were casting their nets into the lake. Jesus said to them, Come with me, and I will teach you how to bring in people instead of fish. At once the two brothers dropped their nets and went with him. Jesus walked on and soon saw James and John, the sons of Zebedee. They were in a boat, mending their nets. At once Jesus asked them to come with him. They left their father in the boat with the hired workers and went with him. Jesus and his disciples went to the town of Capernaum. Then on the next Sabbath, he went into the Jewish meeting place and started teaching. Everyone was amazed at his teaching. He taught with authority and not like the teachers of the Lord of Moses. Suddenly, a man with an evil spirit in him entered the meeting place and yelled, Jesus from Nazareth, what do you want with us? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are. You are God's holy one. Jesus told the evil spirit, be quiet and come out of the man. The spirit shook him. Then it gave a loud shout and left. Everyone was completely surprised and kept saying to each other, What is this? It must be some new kind of powerful teaching. Even the evil spirits obey him. News about Jesus quickly spread all over Galilee. As soon as Jesus left the meeting place with James and John, they went home with Simon and Andrew. When they got there, Jesus was told that Simon's mother-in-law was sick in bed with fever. Jesus went to her. He took hold of her hand and helped her up. The fever left her, and she served them a meal. That evening after sunset, all who were sick or had demons in them were brought to Jesus. In fact, the whole town gathered around the door of the house. Jesus healed all kinds of terrible diseases and forced out a lot of demons. But the demons knew who he was, and he did not let them speak. Very early the next morning, Jesus got up and went to a place where he could be alone and pray. Simon and the others started looking for him, 
And when they found him, they said, Everyone is looking for you. Jesus replied, We must go to the nearby town so that I can tell the good news to those people. This is why I have come. Then Jesus went to Jewish meeting places everywhere in Galilee, where he preached and forced out demons. A man with leprosy came to Jesus and knelt down. He begged, You have the power to make me well, if only you wanted to. Jesus felt sorry for the man, so he put his hand on him and said, I want to. Now you are well. At once the man's leprosy disappeared, and he was well. After Jesus strictly warned the man, he sent him on his way. He said, Don't tell anyone about this. Just go and show the priest that you are well. Then take a gift to the temple as Moses commanded, and everyone will know that you have been healed. The man talked about it so much and told so many people that Jesus could no longer go openly into a town. He had to stay away from the towns, but people still came to him from everywhere. Mark, chapter 2 Jesus went back to Capernaum, and a few days later people heard that he was at home. Then so many of them came to the house that there wasn't even standing room left in front of the door. Jesus was still teaching when four people came up, carrying a crippled man on a mat. But because of the crowd, they could not get him to Jesus. So they made a hole in the roof above him and let the man down in front of everyone. When Jesus saw how much faith they had, he said to the crippled man, My friend, your sins are forgiven. Some of the teachers of the law of Moses were sitting there. Hmm, they started wondering, why would he say such a thing? He must think he is God. Only God can forgive sin. Straight away, Jesus knew what they were thinking. And he said, why are you thinking such things? Is it easier for me to tell this crippled man that his sins are forgiven, or to tell him to get up, pick up his mat, and go on home? I will show you that the Son of Man has the right to forgive sins here on earth. So Jesus said to the man, Get up, pick up your mat and go on home. The man got straight up. He picked up his mat and went out while everyone watched in amazement. They praised God and said, we've never seen anything like this. Once again, Jesus went to the shore of Lake Galilee. A large crowd gathered around him and he taught them. As he walked along, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus. Levi was sitting at the place for paying taxes. And Jesus said to him, come with me. So he got up and went with Jesus. Later, Jesus and his disciples were having dinner at Levi's house. Many tax collectors and other sinners had become followers of Jesus, and they were also guests at the dinner. Some of the teachers of the law of Moses were Pharisees, and they saw that Jesus was eating with sinners and tax collectors. So they asked his disciples, why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus heard them and answered, healthy people don't need a doctor, but sick people do. I didn't come to invite good people to be my followers. I came to invite sinners. The followers of John the Baptist and the Pharisees often went without eating. Some people came and asked Jesus, Why do the followers of John and those of the Pharisees often go without eating, while your disciples never do? Jesus answered, The friends of a bridegroom don't go without eating while he is still with them. But the time will come when he will be taken from them. Then they will go without eating. No one patches old clothes by sewing on a piece of new cloth. The new piece would shrink and tear a bigger hole. No one pours new wine into old wineskins. The wine would swell and burst the old skins. Then the wine would be lost and the skins would be ruined. New wine must be put into new wineskins. 
One Sabbath, Jesus and his disciples were walking through some wheat fields. His disciples were picking grains of wheat as they went along. Some Pharisees asked Jesus, Why are your disciples picking grain on the Sabbath? They are not supposed to do that. Jesus answered, Haven't you read what David did when he and his followers were hungry and in need? It was during the time of Abiathar, the high priest. David went into the house of God and ate the sacred loaves of bread that only priests are allowed to eat. He also gave some to his followers. Jesus finished by saying, People were not made for the good of the Sabbath. The Sabbath was made for the good of people. So the Son of Man is Lord over the Sabbath. Mark chapter 3 The next time that Jesus went into the meeting place, a man with a crippled hand was there. The Pharisees wanted to accuse Jesus of doing something wrong, and they kept watching to see if Jesus would heal him on the Sabbath. Jesus told the man to stand up where everyone could see him. Then he asked, On the Sabbath, should we do good deeds or evil deeds? Should we save someone's life or destroy it? But no one said a word. Jesus was angry as he looked around at the people, yet he felt sorry for them because they were so stubborn. Then he told the man, Stretch out your hand. He did. And his bad hand was healed. The Pharisees left. And straight away they started making plans with Herod's followers to kill Jesus. Jesus led his disciples down to the shore of the lake. Large crowds followed him from Galilee, Judea and Jerusalem. People came from Idumea as well as other places east of the River Jordan. They also came from the region around the cities of Tyre and Sidon. All these crowds came because they had heard what Jesus was doing. He even had to tell his disciples to get a boat ready to keep him from being crushed by the crowds. After Jesus had healed many people, the other sick people begged him to let them touch him. And whenever any evil spirit saw Jesus, they would fall to the ground and shout, You are the Son of God. But Jesus warned the spirits not to tell who he was. Jesus decided to ask some of his disciples to go up on a mountain with him, and they went. Then he chose twelve of them to be his apostles, so that they could be with him. He also wanted to send them out to preach and to force out demons. Simon was one of the twelve, and Jesus named him Peter. There were also James and John, the two sons of Zebedee. Jesus called them Boanerges, which means thunderbolts. Andrew, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus were also apostles. The others were Simon, known as the Eager One, and Judas Iscariot, who later betrayed Jesus. Jesus went back home, and once again such a large crowd gathered that there was no chance even to eat. When Jesus' family heard what he was doing, they thought he was mad, and went to get him under control. Some teachers of the law of Moses came from Jerusalem and said, this man is under the power of Beelzebul, the ruler of demons. He is even forcing out demons with the help of Beelzebul. Jesus told the people to gather around him. Then he spoke to them in riddles and said, How can Satan force himself out? A nation whose people fight each other won't last very long. And a family that fights won't last long either. So if Satan fights against himself, that will be the end of him. How can anyone break into the house of a strong man and steal his things unless he first ties up the strong man? 
Then he can take everything. I promise you that any of the sinful things you say or do can be forgiven, no matter how terrible those things are. But if you speak against the Holy Spirit, you can never be forgiven. That sin will be held against you forever. Jesus said this because the people were saying that he had an evil spirit in him. Jesus' mother and brothers came and stood outside. Then they sent someone with a message for him to come out to them. The crowd that was sitting around Jesus told him, Your mother and your brothers and your sisters are outside and want to see you. Jesus asked, Who is my mother and who are my brothers? Then he looked at the people sitting around him and said, Here are my mother and my brothers. Anyone who obeys God is my brother or sister or mother. Mark chapter 4 The next time Jesus taught beside Lake Galilee, a big crowd gathered. It was so large that he had to sit in a boat out on the lake while the people stood on the shore. He used stories to teach them many things. And this is part of what he taught. Now listen. A farmer went out to scatter seed in a field. While the farmer was scattering the seed, some of it fell along the road and was eaten by birds. Other seeds fell on thin, rocky ground and quickly started growing because the soil wasn't very deep. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and dried up, because they did not have enough roots. Some other seeds fell where thorn bushes grew up and choked out the plants, so they did not produce any grain. But a few seeds did fall on good ground, where the plants grew and produced thirty or sixty or even a hundred times as much as were scattered. Then Jesus said, If you have ears, pay attention. When Jesus was alone with the twelve apostles and some others, they asked him about these stories. He answered, I have explained the secret about God's kingdom to you, but for others I can use only stories. The reason is, these people will look and look but never see. They will listen and listen but never understand. If they did, they would turn to God and he would forgive them. Jesus told them, if you don't understand this story, you won't understand any others. What the farmer is spreading is really the message about the kingdom. The seeds that fell along the road are the people who hear the message, but Satan soon comes and snatches it away from them. The seeds that fell on rocky ground are the people who gladly hear the message and accept it straight away, but they don't have any roots and they don't last very long. As soon as life gets hard or the message gets them in trouble, they give up. The seeds that fell among the thorn bushes are also people who hear the message. But they start worrying about the needs of this life. They are fooled by the desire to get rich and have all kinds of other things. So the message gets choked out and they never produce anything. The seeds that fell on the good ground are the people who hear and welcome the message. They produce thirty or sixty or even a hundred times as much as was planted. Jesus also said, you don't light a lamp and put it under a clay pot or under a bed. Don't you put a lamp on a lampstand? There is nothing hidden that will not be made public. There is no secret that will not be well known. If you have ears, pay attention. Listen carefully to what you hear. The way you treat others will be the way you will be treated. And even worse, everyone who has something will be given more. But people who don't have anything will lose what little they have. Again, Jesus said, God's kingdom is like what happens when a farmer scatters seed in a field. The farmer sleeps at night, 
and is up and around during the day, yet the seeds keep sprouting and growing. And he doesn't understand how. It is the ground that makes the seeds sprout and grow into plants that produce grain. Then when harvest season comes and the grain is ripe, the farmer cuts it with a sickle. Finally, Jesus said, What is God's kingdom like? What story can I use to explain it? It is like what happens when a mustard seed is planted in the ground. It is the smallest seed in all the world, but once it is planted, it grows larger than any garden plant. It even puts out branches that are big enough for birds to nest in its shade. Jesus used many other stories when he spoke to the people, and he taught them as much as they could understand. He did not tell them anything without using stories, but when he was alone with his disciples, he explained everything to them. That evening, Jesus said to his disciples, Let's cross to the east side. So they left the crowd, and his disciples started across the lake with him in the boat. Some other boats followed along. Suddenly, a storm struck the lake. Waves started splashing into the boat, and it was about to sink. Jesus was in the back of the boat with his head on a pillow, and he was asleep. His disciples woke him and said, Teacher, don't you care that we're about to drown? Jesus got up and ordered the wind and the waves. To be quiet. The wind stopped, and everything was calm. Jesus asked his disciples, Why were you afraid? Don't you have any faith? Now they were more afraid than ever and said to each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Mark chapter 5 Jesus and his disciples crossed Lake Galilee and came to shore near the town of Gerasa. When he was getting out of the boat... A man with an evil spirit quickly ran to him from the graveyard where he had been living. No one was able to tie the man up anymore, not even with a chain. He had often been put in chains and leg irons, but he broke the chains and smashed the leg irons. No one could control him. Night and day he was in the graveyard or on the hills, yelling and cutting himself with stones. When the man saw Jesus in the distance, he ran up to him and knelt down. He shouted, Jesus, son of God in heaven, what do you want with me? Promise me in God's name that you won't torture me. The man said this because Jesus had already told the evil spirit to come out of him. Jesus asked, what is your name? The man answered, My name is Lots, because I have lots of evil spirits. He then begged Jesus not to send them away. Over on the hillside, a large herd of pigs was feeding, so the evil spirits begged Jesus, Send us into those pigs. Let us go into them. Jesus let them go, and they went out of the man and into the pigs. The whole herd of about 2,000 pigs rushed down the steep bank into the lake and drowned. The men taking care of the pigs ran to the town and the farms to spread the news. Then the people came out to see what had happened. When they came to Jesus, they saw the man who had once been full of demons. He was sitting there with his clothes on. And in his right mind, and they were terrified. Everyone who had seen what had happened told about the man and the pigs. Then the people started begging Jesus to leave their part of the country. When Jesus was getting into the boat, the man begged to go with him. But Jesus would not let him. Instead, he said, Go home to your family and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how good he has been to you. 
The man went away into the region near the ten cities known as Decapolis and began telling everyone how much Jesus had done for him. Everyone who heard what had happened was amazed. Once again, Jesus got into the boat and crossed Lake Galilee. Then, as he stood on the shore, a large crowd gathered around him. The person in charge of the Jewish meeting place was also there. His name was Jairus. And when he saw Jesus, he went over to him. He knelt at Jesus' feet and started... Begging him for help. He said, My daughter is about to die. Please come and touch her, so she will get well and live. Jesus went with Jairus. Many people followed along and kept crowding around. In the crowd was a woman who had been bleeding for 12 years. She had gone to many doctors, and they had not done anything except cause her a lot of pain. She had paid them all the money she had, but instead of getting better, she only got worse. The woman had heard about Jesus, so she came up behind him in the crowd and barely touched his clothes. She had said to herself, If I can just touch his clothes, I will get well. As soon as she touched them, her bleeding stopped, and she knew she was well. At that moment, Jesus felt power go out from him. He turned to the crowd and asked, Who touched my clothes? <laughs> his disciples said to him, Look at all these people crowded around you. How can you ask who touched you? But Jesus turned to see who had touched him. The woman knew what had happened to her. She came shaking with fear and knelt down in front of Jesus. Then she told him the whole story. Jesus said to the woman, You are now well because of your faith. May God give you peace. You are healed and you will no longer be in pain. While Jesus was still speaking, some men came from Jairus' home and said, Your daughter has died. Why bother the teacher any more? Jesus heard what they said and he said to Jairus, Don't worry, just have faith. Jesus did not let anyone go with him except Peter and the two brothers, James and John. They went home with Jairus and saw the people crying and making a lot of noise. Then Jesus went inside and said to them, Why are you crying and carrying on like this? The child isn't dead. She is just asleep. But the people laughed at him. After Jesus had sent them all out of the house, he took the girl's father and mother and his three disciples and went to where she was. He took the twelve-year-old girl by the hand and said, Talitha kum, which means, little girl, get up. The girl got straight up and started walking around. Everyone was greatly surprised. But Jesus ordered them not to tell anyone what had happened. Then he said, give her something to eat. Mark, chapter 6. Jesus left and returned to his hometown with his disciples. The next Sabbath, he taught in the Jewish meeting place. Many of the people who heard him were amazed and asked, How can he do all this? Where did he get such wisdom and the power to perform these miracles? Isn't he the carpenter, the son of Mary? Aren't James, Joseph, Judas and Simon his brothers? Don't his sisters still live here in our town? The people were very unhappy because of what he was doing. But Jesus said, Prophets are honoured by everyone except the people of their hometown and their relatives and their own family. Jesus could not perform any miracles there, except to heal a few sick people by placing his hands on them. He was surprised that the people did not have any faith. Jesus taught in all the neighbouring villages. 
Then he called together his twelve apostles and sent them out two by two with power over evil spirits. He told them, You may take along a walking stick, but don't carry food or a travelling bag or any money. It's all right to wear sandals, but don't take along a change of clothes. When you are welcomed into a home, stay there until you leave that town. If any place won't welcome you or listen to your message, leave and shake the dust from your feet as a warning to them. The apostles left and started telling everyone to turn to God. They forced out many demons and healed a lot of sick people by putting olive oil on them. Jesus became so well known that... Herod the ruler heard about him. Some people thought he was John the Baptist, who had come back to life with the power to perform miracles. Others thought he was Elijah or some other prophet who had lived long ago. But when Herod heard about Jesus, he said, This must be John. I had his head cut off, and now he has come back to life. Herod had earlier married Herodias, the wife of his brother Philip. But John had told him, It isn't right for you to take your brother's wife. So in order to please Herodias, Herod arrested John and put him in prison. Herodias had a grudge against John and wanted to kill him, but she could not do it because Herod was afraid of John and protected him. He knew that John was a good and holy man. Even though Herod was confused by what John said, he was glad to listen to him, and he often did. Finally, Herodias got her chance. When Herod gave a great birthday celebration for himself and invited his officials, his army officers and the leaders of Galilee, the daughter of Herodias came in and danced for Herod and his guests. She pleased them so much that Herod said, Ask for anything and it's yours. I swear that I will give you as much as half my kingdom, if you want it. The girl left and asked her mother, What do you think I should ask for? Her mother answered, The head of John the Baptist. The girl hurried back and told Herod, Straight away, on a dish, I want the head of John the Baptist. The king was very sorry for what he had said, but he did not want to break the promise he had made in front of his guests. At once he ordered a guard to cut off John's head. There, in prison. The guard put the head on a dish and took it to the girl. Then she gave it to her mother. When John's followers learnt that he had been killed, they took his body and put it in a tomb. After the apostles returned to Jesus, they told him everything they had done and taught. But so many people were coming and going that Jesus and the apostles did not even have a chance to eat. Then Jesus said... Let's go to a place where we can be alone and get some rest. They left in a boat for a place where they could be alone. But many people saw them leave and worked out where they were going. So people from every town ran on ahead and got there first. When Jesus got out of the boat, he saw the large crowd that was like sheep without a shepherd. He felt sorry for the people and started teaching them many things. That evening, the disciples came to Jesus and said, This place is like a desert. And it's already late. Let the crowds leave so they can go to the farms and villages near here and buy something to eat. Jesus replied, you give them something to eat. But they asked him, don't you know that it'd take almost a year's wages to buy all these people something to eat? Then Jesus said, how much bread do you have? Go and see. They found out and answered, we have five small loaves of bread. And two fish! Jesus told his disciples to make the people sit down on the green grass. They sat down in groups of a hundred and groups of fifty. Jesus took the five loaves and the two fish. He looked up toward heaven and blessed the food. 
Then he broke the bread and handed it to his disciples to give to the people. He also divided the two fish so that everyone could have some. After everyone had eaten all they wanted, Jesus' disciples picked up twelve large baskets of leftover bread and fish. There were five thousand men who ate the food. Straight away, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and start back across to Bethsaida. But he stayed until he had sent the crowds away. Then he said goodbye to them and went up on the side of a mountain to pray. Later that evening, he was still there by himself, and the boat was somewhere in the middle of the lake. He could see that the disciples were struggling hard because they were rowing against the wind. Not long before morning, Jesus came towards them. He was walking on the water and was about to pass the boat. When the disciples saw Jesus walking on the water, they thought he was a ghost and they started screaming. All of them saw him and were terrified. But at that same time, he said, Don't worry, I am Jesus, don't be afraid. He then got into the boat with them and the wind died down. The disciples were completely confused. Their minds were closed and they could not understand the true meaning of the loaves of bread. Jesus and his disciples crossed the lake and brought the boat to shore near the town of Gennesaret. As soon as they got out of the boat, the people recognised Jesus. So they ran all over that part of the country to bring their sick people to him on mats. They brought them each time they heard where he was. In every village or farm or marketplace where Jesus went, the people brought their sick to him. They begged him to let them just touch his clothes. And everyone who did was healed.